York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New out, York, out, New York, big city of dreams. Woo! What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show here giving you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And guess what? The Knicks win another game. Beating the Chicago Bulls at home 104 to 109 gunshots for these New York Knicks. RJ Barrett gives you 28.6 rebounds and three assists. Alec Burks is turning into Michael Jordan and gives you 27 points, 3 assists, and 6 rebounds, hitting step backs and all sorts of shots. Mitchell Robinson, the man who doesn't have much of an offensive game, but has enough to drop 16 points and 12 rebounds on your head. And my man, Obadiah Toppin, gives you 17 points and 2 rebounds. The bench outscores the Chicago Bench 28 to 11. We only have one turnover in the second half of the game, and Randall gives you 26 minutes, 27 minutes on the game. And I only mentioned that stat, Brian, because I, is that a season low? 27 minutes? I'm not even sure, <laughs> but I feel like it's a 20 a season low, 27 minutes, and I'm hitting the gunshots on that stat alone. The Knicks beat the Chicago Bulls. 109 to 94 and we're going to talk about it and this is the type of wins i like you know why the youth them them playing man obi top and play emmanuel quickly didn't score a lot but he had an important place he had important minutes and rj barrett did his thing and gave you 28 points and we're going to talk about it salute to the new york knicks who won four in a row and weirdly are playing their best basketball of the season man before i even break down the details of the game i'm gonna just i'm gonna just introduce you to my guy it's the man the myth the legend the guy with the stats and the facts ryan g's in the building and before we get into the game all i gotta say is i know barrett is the badman on the team but it seems like burks has taken over the badman title <laughs> for now <laughs> the last couple of games uh, badman burks yeah badman burks the last couple of games <laughs> oh, oh, oh right yo barry gotta have to wrestle that name from burks because burks was cooking today yeah, it's, it's the new dynamic duo. One two punch today was Burks and Barrett. The the BB squad came to play in effect. But it's like, man, this this was this was a great game. But before I even get to the game too, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. And don't forget to comment after the game. Uh, after the show is over, it's gonna help the algorithms algorithm and help KLT rise to the top of the YouTube streets. All right, so let's get to it, man. All right, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just hand it off to you. I'm super excited today, Ryan, but I'm gonna hand it off to you and you know just let me know, Ryan, your thoughts on the game and the things that you saw. Well, I'll say this. I'll start off by saying this. So, Randall's game tonight definitely doesn't help his um relationship with the Knicks fans. Oh, no. But but I'm not going to use this show to get on Randall because right now the fire round, ha- the fire round Randall is pretty hot right now. Oh, yeah. And I, and I don't want to add fuel to that fire, so I'm going to leave Randall alone. He had, he had a terrible game. Just leave it at that. But um, overall, I think the Knicks played pretty well today, clearly. Um, IQ, he didn't have a great scoring game, but, you know, he still ran the point guard position pretty well, and 
he, of course, he found Burks for that wide open three, which pretty much sealed the game for the Knicks. Let's go IQ. Um, exactly. Um, Burks. Burks been balling lately. I mean, last game against the Pistons, got the game winning steal against Kate Cunningham, and now tonight hits the game winning three, five or ten from three. So Burks had a good game as well. And it was also refreshing to see that the Knicks are now moving the ball more, not just with the usual second unit or like we're all like to call them mob deep, but also the first unit is moving the ball around more now. So it's like, you know, it's like what, so it's like, what is this like the 75th game of the season, something like that. And it's now that the first unit wants to move the ball around. Like what happened early in the season? Where was this ball movement? So, you know, that's another question that, you know, remains to be answered, but overall it was a pretty good win for the Knicks and, all I'm hoping is that, you know, seeing that the Knicks are winning right now and they, it looks like they're going to end the season on a high note, whether they make the play or not, I would like the basketball gods to bless the Knicks with a number one pick, seeing that we're playing the right way to end the season. I mean, come on now. <laughs> I'm not even holding my breath. I, I, and I said this on Twitter at this point. I'm just like, I'd rather just package the pick with some of a vet and get an upgrade somewhere, somehow on this Knicks team with a vet or two or three and get an upgrade somewhere somehow <laughs> at another position. But um, all good points. I do like the ball movement. The ball movement point is, is a pretty poignant one. They, the Knicks moved the ball around pretty good. They got out to a little bit of a slow start, but I, I feel like Evan Fournier, for one, he's finding his groove with passing the ball, even though the defense was still kind of trash in the beginning. Um, and in general, I, it, it just seems like the time when Randall was sitting down, something clicked in their brain. And it was like, wait, we moved the ball now. And now Randall is back. And he's still isoing a little bit. But I feel like he's trying to let them move the ball a little bit more. Or maybe they're just not passing the ball as much. I don't know. But it seems like there is a synergy happening with the ball movement. But more importantly for me, what I'm noticing in games like this is, one, the youth... And the trust that Tom Thibodeau is giving uh, to the youth so far. Not so much McBride, because McBride only got like seven minutes in the game. And, and, and you thought he would get more minutes without, without Grimes there, but I digress. But OB Toppin today, playing extended minutes, played 20 minutes while Randall was in the building for the first time of the year, to me, was a big deal. It was a big deal. And he delivered because I was told, Ryan, I was told midseason that Obi Toppin couldn't shoot. I was, that's what they told me. They told me Obi Toppin <laughs> couldn't shoot. They told me Obi Toppin was a bust and he was a lost cause. This man came in the game and shot six, three, three for six from the three-point line. All right? Sniper out there. Not only that, I'm sorry, I'm getting on Randall. Randall's defense today, especially the entire first quarter, was Trinidad Ash. Bruh. Super trash. To the point where I, I was having flashbacks of Tibbs talking about, oh, if, if they give you nine, nine bad plays in a row and one bad, they should be taken out of the game. Randall had repeated... Bad play after bad defensive play after bad defensive play. There was points in the game where he literally wasn't rotating at all. He was just literally standing straight up and down, Ryan. 
literally mm-hmm. standing straight up and down, not rotating. And I, I think that's why at some point in the game, to me, it sounded like the crowd was booing Randall to me. Yeah. As simultaneously, they were cheering to get Obi Toppin in the game. <laughs> you want to say something? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And, um, and you know, yeah, sometimes I think when people listen to us get on Randall or whatever the case may be, they think that, you know, we're being too hard on Randall or, what, or whatever the case may be. Those who, you know, the, the few Knicks fans that do defend Randall, but there was something that I saw in tonight's game where I'm like, you see, the hate Randall gets from fans is warranted because there was a play in the game, and I was like, because I don't know if you remember this play. I, I, I think it was the First half, I believe. I think it was the first half. Remember the play where Fournier, he was driving to the basket, and he could have went up for the layup, but instead he decided to pass it out for the three. And I think um, it was Caruso, I think, stole the ball because he threw it right straight to Caruso. Caruso mm-hmm. stole the ball, ignited the fast break, and I think he got fouled at the other side. As soon as Fournier made that mistake, they threw Fournier out the game. Right. And I'm like... And and I'm like, I see Randall do a couple of dumb plays, and I'm like, so why isn't Thibs having that same type of energy with Randall like he like he had with Fournier, where Fournier is a veteran. Fournier's been in the league for years. Fournier made a stupid play. Yep. And Thibs took him out ASAP. Yep. But then there was a like there was a play I could point to in the third quarter, I believe, where Randall, I think, was getting double teamed or something like that, and then like Sims was coming behind him, and he throws like a a bad behind, behind the, the pass. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he he throws a bad behind the back pass to Sims, and I'm like, how do you expect Sims to even get that ball? But yet Randall stays. But yet Randall remains in the game, and I'm just like, there's too many incidents incidents of this, and I'm like, this is why Randall gets so much fire because people watch games and they see this. He doesn't get the same treatment. Like other players on the team, even with veterans, it's clear as day. It's super so, clear. So, yeah, and and also another thing about Obi Toppin too. Um, just to you know talk you know talk about you know more happy things. Um, Obi definitely showed that he's worked in his game because he's showing that he's more than a dunker now. There, there was there was a couple, there was a couple of plays in the post where he posted up somebody. I saw Zach, more, Zach Levine, and, barbecue chicken. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> he, took, he took Levine in the post and did post moves. And Footwork. scored the basket. And then he's, he's shooting threes now. And he, this game he didn't hit any, but I saw a, a game or two where he hit mid-range jumpers as well. So it's like if he's putting all this together now, I mean, come on now. Like, I think the people who show Obi hate, they need to get off his back. This man is more than just a guy that can just dunk the ball. He's more. He's showing that he's more than that, and he deserves more playing time. Yeah, he just but, needs time. He, yeah, but but since you won this game, but I don't know what's wrong with you, though. In the fourth quarter, because the game was tight, you know, Obi's <laughs> playing well. And, you know, Randall's sticking up the joint. Mm-hmm. Why did you put Randall back in the game? With like three minutes to go. Why? We we won this. Answer that question, please. We won despite, man. We won despite. But you, you you're absolutely right. There was there was hating on my guy Obi. Oh, I've said it from the beginning. All Obi needs is time. All Obi needs is time. And if he's not looking over his shoulder, he's going to produce. And that little bit of time he got with Randall 
was 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 um was out for those three games got him in rhythm and got him more comfortable within the flow of the game. So like I I I'm loving this game for Obi Toppin and I'm loving this game for the front office because it's going to make I feel like it's going to make some decisions a lot easier moving to the future when to when to pass the torch over because it's absolutely coming. It's absolutely time to start to pass some of these torches over. Because like you're starting to see it more often than not that when Obi's in the game, he's going to shoot a high percentage from the field. Like that's a staple. 54% from the field from Obi. 50% from three. He's going to do that. And he's going to give you, you know, the hustle on defense. He might make some mistakes, but he's going to give you the effort level is going to be at a higher clip. Now he he needs to give you rebounds. He's going to give you two rebounds on the night. And you need to shore that up from Ovi. But everything else, everything else is off the charts for Ovi. And as long as more, as soon as he gets more time, um, it, it's the sky's the limit for him, man. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. And and speaking of the youth, Emmanuel quickly, right? Not not. This is not Emmanuel quickly. You know what? I'm gonna say Emmanuel quickly and R.J. Barrett because. Ryan, we have had problems scoring in the fourth quarter for I don't know how long. And it seems like this coach at game, what, 69, 70, whatever, two? It's in the 70s. 72. It It seems like this coach at game 72 has figured something out. Give the ball to the playmakers in the fourth quarter and don't iso randall in the post it took a long time ryan (laughs) (laughs) it took 72 games but the reason why we started to get more flow in the fourth quarter was because we handed the ball to our playmakers and what did you see today you saw rj barrett going to the hole you saw rj barrett drawing fouls and making making free throws most of them anyway we saw IQ making the brilliant pass to Alec Burks in the corner. We're seeing ball movement in the fourth quarter and less ISO. And and again, it's funny because this coach seems to learn by injury and not by experimentation because we got <laughs> that way because when Randall was out for these last few games, we went to other people to figure out how to get things done, and now it's starting to bear fruit. So this this is a great game for the front office to see a few things. One, um, quickly is getting experience, making winning plays in the fourth quarter. Two, so is R.J. Barrett. Three, Obi Toppin can also be trusted with more minutes. So I, I I'm 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 loving this win, man. This win is is a is a nice move in the right direction. Yeah, most definitely, and. You know, the way the Knicks have been playing, especially in that fourth quarter, like, that's always that always should have been the move for the Knicks because, yeah, you have players that can't ISO, whatever the case may be, but these players are not, you know, it, it's not like you have a, like, for example, the Bulls have Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Those two players, you don't mind putting them in isolation situations because those two players are high-caliber players where, you know, you put them in isolation situations, they're going to get buckets. You know, this season, especially with how Julius Randle's been playing this season, I suppose should have never been the move for the Knicks, especially in late-game situation. The Knicks should have always stuck with ball movement 
and then who and then just try to get the best shot that they can through you know the ball moving around. So it, it took it took Tibbs a while to get to this point, but that that should have been a move with the Knicks all along. Yeah, I, it's, absolutely, absolutely. Someone said Randall played well. Now. You know what? So this is one of those weird games where plus minus don't feel tell a story because because Randall was a plus ten tonight, and I feel like he was plus ten despite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like the he was crap in the first quarter, and then the Knicks went on a run in the third quarter because everybody else was balling, and he just happened to be on the floor. But I didn't see him really contribute to playing defense. I, like I just felt like he was running up and down the floor to me. I mean, he got rebounds, but that's about. I mean, that's about it to me. And I'm one who gives Randall credit when when credit is due, when most people don't. So I'm not just saying this to pick on him, but I feel like this is one of those situations where it just, it just feels like he was on the floor as things was happening because Alec Burks just had it going that well. That's just me, but it is what it is. I want to talk about Mitch Robinson a little bit later too because he had a big game. But we got five callers up, and we're gonna to get to it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. So let's get it. Um, but so um, shout out to the chat first of all. Shout out to Civil Analytics Vibe Shop, Civilized. Like my my guy, like fresh in the building who was there at the Chicago game, repping with the KOT show. Snap back on. Shout out to you. Shout out to Nick Yak. Uh, shout out to Fritz Alexander, the best mind in the game, and everybody else who's rocking with the KOT show. First caller up. Let us know what your name is and where you're from. This is Jason from the Lower East Side. Yo, what's going on, Jason? Aye, aye. What's up, what's up? You know, this is, uh, I was real happy they won today because I really wanted to beat the Bulls. The Bulls fans have been talking a lot of trash, and it's just like, I don't know if they look, if you look at the standings now, they, they, they might fall into the players. So I'm just really glad we, we messed them up. Facts. And, you know, today, I mean, all I can think about, I'm not going to kill Tibbs. Today, but all I can think about is why couldn't he play this, have this kind of minutes, give OB these kind of minutes earlier in the season? Where would this team be, guys, if he played OB twenty minutes a night? Remember how good OB was earlier in the year? Yeah, I remember. Like, how many games did we lose close that we could? If, if it might have been, if those four minutes, five minute difference might have made the difference. Absolutely. And a few games here or there, who knows where we would this season would be. Absolutely, absolutely. Like this is this is the type of game where this is this is the first time where I saw Randall playing bad and the coach took him out, like and he still took him out kind of late. But he Randall's played this bad earlier in the season and he still trotted him out there for the entire third quarter plus more and gave him thirty points to get a game no matter what. This is the first time where I actually seen him be under 30 minutes because he wasn't playing as well. And it's kind of crazy. This is the first time it's happened. Yeah, you know what would have happened that in, early in the year? So remember, I think it was like 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter or 11 minutes left. Obi, he jumped and fouled the Rosen. Yeah. Tibbs would have pulled, mm-hmm. pulled him. That would have been it. He yeah. would have pulled him. And then with 10 minutes, 11 minutes left in the quarter, Tibbs would have pulled him right then. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And is um, it, This is the first time, too. And then oh, sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. Now, I was going to say, because a lot of people were talking about trading Randall, and um, I just want to say this. They can't just trade him for nothing. They have to get value back, because if they trade him for nothing, 
and then he has a great season next year, like an all-star level, mm-hmm. Leon Rose will be fired before the season ends. Absolutely. So nah. they have to get value back. And I think the the, the one trade that, like, if, if, they, if they go into the offseason and say, we got to get rid of Randall for no matter what, I mean, obviously we got to get a good deal. I think the one trade that, that would make sense would be a Brogdon trade. I think the Pacers would actually do that. I like Brogdon. I like Brogdon as a player. For him, for me, it's only injury worries, but Brogdon is yeah. the type of player that I would love on this team. And um, Brogdon is a Tibbs player, too. Like, Tibbs is not going to have a problem having him on the team. It's just a matter of him being injured or not. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. I, that might be something. That will be their, their freaking uh, Sabonis replacement, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, him and I mean, we are a lot. A lot of us were saying Randall and Turner made sense. That's why a lot of fans early in the year wanted wanted Turner. Yeah, yeah, that. And then I'll. So that's just like I'm not. I don't even really like that trade. I don't think Brogdon. I think we need to get more than Brogdon. But if they say we got to get rid of Randall no matter what, I think that might be the trade. Um, what I'll say is this: It's about man. And this is my last point about quickly. I think it's official. He's a point guard. Listen, man. Is he a backup point guard or is he a starting point guard? That's all. That's the only question. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Like, look, low. Like, I hate how, man, I was getting into, I was getting into with somebody on Twitter today. And and it was just like, yo, he just keeps minimizing everything he quick, that quickly does. And I'm just, I just don't get, (laughs) he he just does not want to give him credit no matter what he does. And it's frustrating. But, I don't know how many times I saw quickly to this game read the defense and whip that pass to the corner before doubles come or when doubles come. Like, he's been doing that more consistently over the last couple of weeks. I'm seeing this guy's play making it better game to game, and it's and it's crazy. And it's funny because he'll go through periods when he's still kind of um, jack shots a little bit too fast. But at the same time, his, his point guard IQ – is way higher than it was last season or even earlier this season. So you got to give him credit, man. Have to. I, 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 I'll say this, though. Um, I'm not going to call IQ a point guard straight out. To me, he's still a combo guard, but he can definitely play the point guard position in spurts. Like, I still believe he's a combo guard. I still believe IQ is best when he plays next to a point guard. Or 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 playing or he plays next to a point guard or he plays next to a guard that has point guard skills. Mm-hmm. But yeah, IQ is capable of running a team at point guard. I, I don't know if he's a starting guard yet, but definitely that guy off the bench that you could put in the fourth quarter and get you buckets. Like yeah, I, I think IQ is that type of player. It's just apparent right now that we're just better on the floor when IQ is on the floor. Point blank, period. Like I, like whether he's with the, he's just we're just he's we're just better. And then I think that's why he's closing games now, like almost every game at this point. Um, but yo, salute to you, Jason. We got seven callers up now, so let's get Jesus. to these. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. We, we this is a this is a big win, man. When the kids play, people are hype. Next caller up. Let us know what your name is and where you're from. Hey guys, what's happening? What's happening, guys? This is RJ from Jersey. What's going on, RJ? Going? Hey, man. What's good? All right, we're good. Um, good win, man. I think that's four in a row now. Um, and you guys brought it up. Uh, Ovi looks so much better lately. And, you know, I think a lot has to do with quickly as well, playing a better point guard lately. You know, him and Ovi have that good chemistry. Um, Thanks. But Ovi is basically like the – and I don't mean to keep 
bashing Randall, but he's basically the anti-Randall. <laughs> you know, he's always cutting off the ball. He's always cutting off the ball in the half-court offense. I mean, uh, he's running the open floor game in transition. It just seems like he's given this team a much better chance of playing, uh, you know, a more streamlined version of basketball when he's on the floor. You know, and he's putting the ball. Uh, Breen brought it up, too, if you were watching the game, too. You could see he's doing much better lately uh, putting the ball on the floor and attacking. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always been doing well with the handoff game, but he's actually attacking the rim a little bit, too. Um, and, and, and I'm hoping this three-point shot can, you know, be sustainable for him because he looks really good at the three-line lately. And that'd be huge if we can get – you know, he doesn't have to be like a pure stretch four, but he can if he can step outside the line, you know, two or three times a night and hit a couple of threes, that's huge for our spacing. You know, clears up the paint for guys like RJ mm-hmm. and um, and even Mitch. And, yeah, I just love the way he's playing. And uh, one point real quick, um, and this last car also brought it up, but maybe it's, you know, I feel like this Knicks team could have at least been 500 if Tiz was a little more flexible with the lineups all year long, man. It's possible. You know, it's like a lot of our losses are because we stick with the first unit, like you said, for the entire third quarter so often, and that hurts. Uh, but And did you guys see at the end of the game uh, with Randall? I don't know if you guys noticed. Yeah, yes. he walked off. He yeah. walked off early, yeah. I mean, we, we, <laughs> yeah, Nick's, he kind this, of. Nick's winning. He has an attitude problem, and he's just like, Bruh. I don't know what's up with this yeah. kid. Yeah. Like, I know what's up with this I mean, kid, it, but it is what it is. <laughs> It's like your team just won. You should be happy. He throws the ball to him. He puts his head down. And he goes straight to the tunnel. I mean, you guys are celebrating in the middle of the court. It's, it's, you know, and I hate to make it so negative all the time, but it's like, dude, you've had so many instances this year already where, you know, we're seeing these videos and clips of you at the end of the bench and you're slapping laptops away. You're getting into arguments with the media and the fan base. It's like how many instances do we have to have it's it's frustrating, but um, other than that, man, it was a good win. Again, love the way Obi's playing, and um, yeah, that's it, guys. Have a good rest of the night. Yeah, man. Keep doing How your you too, man. Have a good night. All right, guys. Yeah, I, I'm gonna start with the Obi stuff, and he started off saying he hopes that Obi starts to hit three point shots. And I'm buying the shot. I'm buying the shot on Obi. I've always bought the shot on Obi. I just figured he. I just always just said he just needs more time because I've been saying it all year. He's he's a rhythm player. And he, he'll get going once he gets more comfortable um, getting playing time and running up and down the court a few times. Uh, if, you've, if you've been on this program before, you heard me also say a million times that, you know, free throw shooting is an indicator that um, a three-point shot can go down. And he's been pretty decent from the three-point line, 75% from the free throw line this season. It's always looked crisp and clean. So, I, you know, you figure if he's hitting at that consistency, he'll be able to hit the three-point shot. And... I still believe if given the minutes, he will. He shot 40% from three in college. Um, and I think he could do the same thing. He could do the same thing here. Now, I don't think he always had this higher volume, like a six six shots a game type of situation where he's three or six. But I, f- I still feel like he'll he'll be a, a pretty uh, good three-point shooter on maybe a lower volume. That's what, that's what I see for Obi. Yeah, I think what people got to realize is that, you know, some players are just shooters. Like, for example, Steph Curry, shooter. Right. Clay Thompson, shooter. Right. Desmond Bain, shooters. Like, those guys, they don't need 
you know, to get into the flow of the game to knock down shots. Those guys are just lethal from three. But guys like Obi, they need to get into the flow of the game. They need to get a feel for the game. And then once, you know, a couple baskets fall for them, you know, or they hit a free throw or two, then, or free, or they hit a free throw or two, then that's when, you know, they start really, you know, knocking down, you know, wide open shots from distance. So that's the type of player Obi is. If you're going to play Obi 10 to 15 minutes and expect him to knock down a few threes, it's not really going to work that way because it takes a while for players to get into the rhythm of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, the shot's going to come, and the diet is not going to be high, high three-point shooting diet. It's, it's going to be the reverse. It's going to be, you know, inside-out type of game, not outside-in. All right. Next caller up, we got my man Big Reaper. Hey, what's up, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. I know what's wrong with Randall. Uh, <laughs> you do? So, do you? <laughs> I, may, maybe this is all in my head, but so long stretches of this game, right? It looks like quickly and um, and RJ's icing uh, Randall out, especially in the fourth quarter, late in that fourth quarter. There's one possession where um, I think Randall was basically on the same side where RJ had the ball, was dribbling down the court, and I think the coach wanted uh, Randall to get the ball. And RJ wasn't trying to give him the ball. And so it kind of looked like I thought he looked like he was looking at the sideline and just kind of waved his hands and then moved to the other side of the court. I, mm. You know, that's, I, don't know if, I don't know if I'm just, like, looking too much into it or if I'm misunderstanding it. But anyone else, whoever's in the chat, let me, you know, let us know if you guys saw the same thing. And then the other thing was, like, when Randall was on the court, the coach wanted to run the, uh, run the place through Randall. Uh, especially like late fourth quarter, but essentially it looks like RJ has broken him, and it looks like RJ broke the broke the coach too, because it basically they did it was him and IQ they just did whatever they wanted to do. Uh, there's something going on there, and then also like um, the last few inbounds plays with Burks. You remember when uh, what's the name called it out? Like um, Walkfly was saying like why didn't he give the ball to RJ? Yeah, and he was trying to get the ball to Randall, like. Throughout every time he was trying to get the ball, uh, Burst was trying to pass from out of bounds, inbounds. He was trying to get it to Randall. So it was just weird. You know, it was like very odd that he kept doing that. Like the first time he passed over RJ, almost got like, you know, the violation, ended up calling a timeout. The second time, it's, you know, it was on the side and he basically forced, you know, forced the throw to Randall. But it seems like every time in the out of bounds lane, that's who he wanted to get the ball to. Right. And so that's just kind of what I saw there. Interesting. And, um, yeah, but in terms of the team, when, like, you know, um, it's – so the team, the last five games we've played, uh, four of those games we've shot worse than the team and we still won. And it, it looks like it's the second chance points. And, um, and basically, obviously, we haven't been turned over, uh, turning the ball over a lot yep. as much. And so – Six turnovers in the day. The combination – yeah, so the combination of those two, it seems like, and then also we're defending a three-point line better, you know. Uh, although we're not shooting well from the three-point line, but we're defending it better, and so we're basically making more than the other team. But that's kind of like what I'm noticing with it. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Did you guys notice it with uh, the stuff? Did you guys feel like they were icing Randall out um, any, at any point in the game? I kind of felt. I, I'm not sure they were icing him out because I didn't notice that he was calling for the ball. I was more looking at, uh, mm-hmm. looking to see, looking. I was, oh, I, I missed that part, but I will say he didn't touch the ball. And I mean, let's be honest, that's the type of shots you want. 
Like those shots are, are yeah. way better for us. There's a higher percentage of shots. I mean, RJ has proven. I don't. I don't remember the analytics off the top mm-hmm. of my head, but RJ is one of the best fourth quarter guys on our team. Period. So it makes yeah. sense for him to be doing that. It's making plays, and him and IQ are the best playmakers on the team. Straight up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and I just 100. want to throw in. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, Big Reaper, but um, I just want to throw in that. And I'm sorry, like, if I'm on the court as well, I'm not running my offense through a guy who's, who's shooting one of nine from the field all game. Like, if, if my coach is telling me that I'm supposed to run the offense through him, I'm going to probably try and do something else and try to, you know, get better shots too, so. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. All the vibes I'm getting from this game, I think officially going forward, this is RJ's team. I think today was the day. I know, like, they've been running the offenses through him, but it's just, like, the body language. He, like, basically, I don't know, to me, it felt like he just took over the team, wouldn't give Randall the ball, especially late in the fourth quarter. And him and IQ uh, just kind of did what they had to do to make sure they got the win. And honestly, one of the reasons, I think I've said this before, one of the reasons I, like I was, you know, that used to annoy me about IQ was I felt like he was constantly deferring to Randall early in the year a lot yep. instead of making the proper play. Yep. He would always like, you know, someone could be open in a corner or whatever, but he would defer to Randall. Um, but he's playing much better now. Now he's just like, it seems like he's just trying to play good basketball instead of the politics of the game and trying to like, you know, figure out who to give the ball to and who to ignore. So uh, that's why I think, like, I don't know. I just have a feeling this is, you know, it's it for Randall. I think, I, I, I'm, you know, maybe I'm imagining it, but it feels like he's going to get moved uh, this summer. I, I'm hoping, um, man. I'm hoping, man. This attitude sucks. And like I said before, I'd rather end the game with IQ and RJ because they they're making way better decisions right now at this point in the, in the game than Randall is ever having the whole yeah. year. So I'm with that. I'm with that. We, we got to move yeah. on. Thanks for calling me. We got a bunch of calls tonight, but I appreciate you calling, Reaper. All right, cool. Good night. All right. Shout out to my guy, Reaper. I also want to mention something, too. Reaper kind of mentioned this earlier already, that there's been a pattern that the, the Knicks have been killing teams on offensive glass for the last three or four games. And it's crazy because we stunk to start games three or four times in a row. And you've gotten all, you've gotten offensive rebounds. And today, once again, Mitchell Robinson comes in the game, gives you eight offensive rebounds on the night. Yep, money making Mitch. Yeah, money making Rich. Eight, eight offensive rebounds on a night, 12 rebounds total, and three block shots from Mitchell Robinson, a.k.a. pay that man. So Mitch just definitely did his thing today. Sims, um, Sims, he struggled a little bit tonight, Sims. 13 points, two rebounds. I feel like he was out of position a few times on the defensive end. Yeah. Uh, tonight, and it caused a, a few problems, along with Randall, who's – who just didn't try, and Alec Burks was getting cooked, too, in the beginning in the first quarter. But luckily for Alec Burks, Zach Levine was guarding him. (laughs) 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 And Zach Levine wasn't guarding nothing for, like, the first half of the game, and Burks was able to cook him. So shout-out to Alec Burks, who got it together eventually. (laughs) Did you want to add something, Robin? Um, Rob. Right. Robert, oh, boy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Nah, you pretty much said it right there. Um, Yeah, Sims definitely struggled today. Um. He, he did make a couple of, I think, wrong rotations on defense. But, yeah, pretty much everything else you said is pretty much on point. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right, so next caller up, we got our guy Ken. Ken, let us know uh, what you let us know what you want to talk about, sir. What's up? What's going on? Come on now, man. Every every win is now like you know the next best win of the year. This is awesome, man. Tonight, I swear, I thought we we're gonna lose it again at the end. You guys are on money. Uh, everything you're talking about, I was like, listen, with with, with the Rosen and Levine, and even Vucevic, I was like, man, we're not going to be able to stop these guys if the game's close, especially for all the missed free throws. Yeah. And I saw when they were blitzing the Rose, I was like, oh, God, now freaking Levine's going to cook us. And if we rotate to Levine, then Vucevic is going to be wide open, and he's just going to you know, hit wide open shots. But anyway, we pulled the game out, and we won this, like we talked about, the right way. So a really quick Randall I know we love Bastion Randall, and um, and so do I. Uh, like I said, from the from the jump, I told you since last summer, I was against freaking giving this guy an extension because I didn't trust him. Yeah. And, and and we're seeing it again. So the thing with Randall, I know everybody's talking about, oh, why was he so upset at the game? He was upset because he missed those two free throws, and he and he you know he's still a choker, and that's why he he's off because listen, he's feeling the stress. And the, and the reality is, let's all be honest. If you ask all, and I'm going to write an article about this. If you ask every Knicks fan, even at the end of last year, looking forward, who do you want to be the, the who do you want to be the uh, starting power forward for the Knicks? Everybody would tell you they'd want Zion Williamson. That's all you've been hearing about this whole damn season is Zion Williamson for the Knicks. Or they want Obi Toppin because he's the local kid and, you know, he's from Brooklyn, like I said, and he's a high flyer. And, and and he's a good kid, he, and he's exciting. That's mm-hmm. who everybody wants. And don't you think Randall knows that? Come on, man. So of yeah. course he he you know, but that doesn't excuse him. Don't get me wrong; it doesn't excuse the way he's been acting. But I think that's in his head. And the problem is that since he had that contract, and nobody wants to talk about it, man. But the, the, that contract it, it uh, gives him power. And the reality is, like he had a bad game today, and I was happy Obi had a good game and the team won. But I was like, man. We need Randall to play a little better so we can move his ass this off season. But yeah. anyway, really quick on the positives. Uh, on the on the positives, like I said, you guys touched on everything. You guys are playing, and even the callers, man. You guys are reading my mind. We got some really good callers. Yeah, the callers are spot on. Yeah, IQ playmaking has been huge, and I think you guys all touched upon it. I just repeat it really quick. But this kid is smart. He's he's not a true point guard, but he's improved his play as play uh, making skills as a point guard. Mm-hmm. And you saw at the end of the game, he made some big plays. He hit Mitch for the dunk at the end of the game, cutting, and he hit uh, Burks in the corner. Like so, so he's making smart. He, he him, um, he's making smarter reads than freaking Burks and Randall. The problem is Randall and Burks they take too long to process what's going on and exactly. make decisions. Yeah, and then we're playing fast and we're hustling. You talk about it. That's because it's not that we've been shooting well. We've been we, we've been avoiding turnovers. We've been hustling, and then Mitch with the freaking offensive rebounds, yep. we're we're, we're beating teams, right? And then and then um, the other thing about the kids, uh, and I think Reaper said it, and I think the caller before also mentioned it. I'm feeling the same vibe, where the same thing I'm seeing. It looks like, and I've been watching the last couple of games since Randall came back. They're not deferring to Randall anymore. I think there is a schism on the team between the young guys and the vets, particularly Randall, and they're over him. And if you watched um, when Obi made a couple of big plays, you, and maybe it's just, you know, coincidence, but you saw that they're kind of commercial. They're showing, you know, Obi, and they've been promoting Obi, 
and even the broadcasters have been talking about Obi, and you can tell everyone's kind of down on Randall. And um, and you saw RJ in the post game show. He called out IQ. He called out Obi, and, and he didn't say nothing about Randall. Randall played tell. horrible. He's like, this is my team. <laughs> no, right, but but you know, no, but Randall had his thirteen boards and stuff. But but you can tell like he, the way he was talking, it's like it's his team, and 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 his guys are IQ uh, and Mitch. And he's done with Randall. So I think, you know, what the caller said before, I think that's right on. And, you know, just the last thing I want to say really quick is that, you know, with Randall being out and the injuries the last week or so, it's been a blessing because it's forced, you know, um, Tibbs and the front office. Because you guys like to blame Tibbs for all of this. I blame Tibbs, but I also blame Leon and, and, and Wes for what's going on with Randall and the vets. Because, like I said, they're, they're Tibbs' boss. But anyway... The point is that these guys have have earned some of the Tibbs' um, trust, the way they played, especially in Miami. Mm-hmm. And then you saw it tonight where where Randall didn't come in early in the fourth quarter. He sat, uh, you know, up until like the three close to the three minute mark. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he said, and he played under thirty minutes. Now Burke's playing forty two. That's just insanity. But whatever, man. <laughs> but anyway, the point is, the, the young kids, right? You can't have like, it all. The, I guess the young kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can't have it. All. But the thing is, the, the young kids, like I mentioned before, these guys are built for New York. Like these kids, yeah. they're exactly like they're the blueprint of guys we need. They're you know they're 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 mature. They're they're smart. They're tough. They're, these kids are determined. Like even RJ, who is you know a top three pick, he he's a grinder. Like he's not like Morant or, or Zion or some of the other guys who are these gifted athletes. Like everything he's gotten, he's earned through hard work. Mm-hmm. You know he he's not coasting on his athletic ability. And then these other guys have all been through adversity. And like we talked to like Obi. Listen, Obi used to be a point guard, but then he outgrew his you know the position. Gotcha, and that's gotcha. what you can see. He's a good passer. And you talked about it. He, you know, he's a, he's definitely a better shooter than Randall. And the the last thing I'm going to say, which is ironic, the last, is, the last, last thing. <laughs> the last, no, I'm building up to the last thing because I know we got callers. We've had some great callers. Yeah, I'm about to tell but you. I'm about to touch you. All, all right, go ahead. Last thing. No, but I find I it just hit me today. I was like, isn't it ironic that the guys who are who who represent the Tibbs way, who should be Tibbs guys, are the kids? Yep. Yeah. Right. Because of what yep. I just said, they those are really Tibbs guys. But he has this this built in preference for the vets. But I was like, yo, these kids are your type of players. Yeah. The tough minded, mm-hmm. the, the magic's in the work, all that stuff you talk about. That's those guys, and those are the guys you should be playing. All right. Sorry, guys, for going a little longer than I, than I planned. <laughs> we got a lot of callers, but all the you guys have been great. The callers have been amazing, and the thing about Brogdon, I swear to God. I was thinking the exact same thing. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Last, 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 right. last thing. Shots last to thing. <laughs> I got one more. Shots to my guy, Ken. But it's funny, though, because what Ken just mentioned, like I mentioned this like a couple episodes ago. I, I said the same thing because I was like, if Dibs has like a vision of how he wants his team to play, it's the young guys on the team. Like, it's the way the young guys play together. Like, I think that's Tibbs' true, true vision of how he wants the team to play. But like Ken said, like, he feels like he has to, he has to owe it to the vets and give them, 
you know, crazy minutes per game and not really play the young players like that. When, when in reality, I think the young players is how Thibs really wants the team to play. Yeah, and it, it, it's crazy how, man, playing with Randall so long is going to get you fired, Coach. Uh, you got to watch that because you're putting your trust in Randall, but he's not hes not playing for you. You know, like, and, and I think that's, and I think that's the problem. He's not playing. He's not playing the defense that you tout you should be playing, and that's a big problem. Now, this the whole RJ is pissed at Randall, and I'm not sure. It could be – I don't know what that is. That's all a theory. I'm not saying that's gospel. They Maybe they froze him out this game because he wasn't playing well, and it's – I mean, I, I might have did the same thing. I'm not going to lie. But is there yeah, a beef between RJ and, and Randall? I'm, I don't want to say that, really. I don't want to go that far. But I, I know for this game anyway, um, I'm not mad for RJ calling his number, his own number, and I'm not mad at quickly for making the plays because, like I said, they they are the playmakers, they're the best playmakers on this team right now, especially with Derrick Rose being out. All right. Yeah. And it's no coincidence. Uh, listen, six turnovers on a night. Six, one in the first, one in the second half, and usually we have these fourth quarter collapses with Iso Randall. We didn't have any turnovers in the fourth quarter, and Randall wasn't touching the ball in the fourth quarter. I don't think any of that is a coincidence. All right. Most definitely. Yeah. All right. We got, still got three callers up, so let's get through these guys, man. Next caller up. Let us know what your name is and where you're from and what do you want to talk about. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. What's good, my guy, JT? Good one. Salute the chat. Make sure everybody hit that like button, subscribe, share. You know, these guys are working hard. They're working hard. All that. So, um, I, guess this is a, I guess tonight is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's Randall night. I'm going to make this quick about Randall because, man, we it was a good one. We, we know, but... He's always a topic of conversation because he's such a polarizing figure, you know, for for the way he acts. So as far as the um, them icing him out, that's what I that's my point I made like whew, earlier on in the season. And some of the Randall fans in the chat wasn't feeling it because I was like, yo, like, yes, you're paid like the number one guy, but you're not the number one guy. You're very like on and off. So I think that the players finally said, man, screw this, we're not doing this, and. That's what I really what I think what it was. And as far as like RJ not mentioning Randall at the post game, RJ ain't stupid. Randall began <laughs> Randall would get embodied by the crowd the whole night. He know, man, let me not do that because they gonna probably like boo all the way to 14th Street Union Square if I say this man's name. So let me <laughs> let me help him out <laughs> and not even and not even mention it. And it's and it's 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 a mess. It's like you always say, it's a mess out here because mm-hmm. it. I don't see it ending well because no matter what, Randall, if Randall could take it on the chin and just like go ahead, boom, and let his game speak for itself and step his stuff up, step step it up, then you know, of course, of course, you know, we gonna respect it because you're playing good and all that. But it's mental, man. I I, I don't see that man coming back next season. I really don't. And it's not even like a pick on Randall. It's just like you could just see it. It's like this. It, it got to him, and he liked what he he's still chasing that high from last season, and it just ain't it. But Enough of that. Great win. I'm glad Obi got 20 minutes and Obi showed out in those 20 minutes. And it's like, you see, Tibbs, you could have did this so many games ago and Randall only played 27 minutes, Obi played 20 minutes, and look what happened. We won. You got that. I'm glad we beat Chicago because no matter what, like I said, you know, it's just those teams, Chicago, Boston, Atlanta, Indiana, those are teams I don't care. I want us. We always got, we got to take that W. We always got to take yeah. that W. You, you forgot Miami. Got, you forgot Miami. Miami, yeah. thank you. Celtics <laughs> got to beat the Sixers. 
Brooklyn. Always got to be Miami. Yeah, New Jersey too. New Jersey, that's not Brooklyn. That's New Jersey. Oh, yeah, Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, but I feel what I'm saying. I feel what I'm saying. Like, you got you got to get those Ws against those teams. Quick, definitely shout out to Quick for the way he played. Quick is developing his point, you know, as a point guard. Because at the end of the day, man, we got to realize these guys are only in their second year. Yeah. Like, we keep wanting these. We keep wanting these guys to, to come out and show out, and it's like, let them develop, let them cook, let them cook. So that's definitely uh, Mitch. I don't know how we got to do it. I don't know how, but we got to find a way to pay that man. We, I, I know everybody keeps saying Sims or Mitch. I want them both on the team because it's, it's, it's yeah. when Mitch. I mean, when Sims develop into even a better player, and it is just, I just think it's a good. I just think it's something good. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we could. Maybe we can explore. <laughs> like trade a random all season to clear up the cap space or something. <laughs> I don't know, but because <laughs> we keep on looking like, dang, can we afford Mitch? Are we gonna do a sign and trade? Trade Randall's man too. Listen, that's that's that'd be twenty. That'd be you know a high twenty thirty million right there off the books. Yeah, you're right about but that. But right now it's yeah. yeah, it's curious. I'm curious to see what the rest of the season's going. With the last you know last what eight six games is going to be if Randall's going to play. If you know Obi, if, if Obi wants to still keep getting these minutes because you see it, man. The man just, especially he's he's just not there. He's just not there. But anyway, keeping it, you know, keeping it quick. I know y'all got a lot of callers. Good win. Like I said, like, subscribe. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got my guy JT. I still got my mm-hmm. Iron Bomba. I'm not even gonna lie. I still got my Iron Bomba. I like I like Sims though, but I still yeah. I want I want to stretch five in my future. Especially, I mean, especially. Listen, if you move, RJ is a guy who likes to go to the hole. So, <laughs> if you just give me one stretch five, one stretch five uh, block shots. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a few, there's a few of them in the draft, and if the Knicks get a high enough pick, there's a few of them in the draft. Yeah, but, you're, you're still hoping for um, those frozen envelopes, huh? <laughs> I, 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 hey, I mean, if the Knicks are going to be the, if the Knicks are going to be the lottery, it's like why not? Either the Knicks can draft high. Or they could use that pick and get something really good back. So either or, it's gonna work in the Knicks' favor. So of course, I'm always gonna hope for that high pick. But yeah, like I think ideally, like I would, I would love for the Knicks to keep Mitch and Sims and find some way to get rid of Noel's contract and just keep then just keep Tox like a third big as a backup. I would, I would love that. Yeah. If they're able to do it. I, 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 I'm with it too. I'm with it too. And. Whew. Yeah, yeah, I'm with it too. I'm definitely with it too. All right, it's cool. Let's, let's go. Next caller up, we got our guy Edson from Long Island. Not to be confused with our Edson. Uh, <laughs> another Edson from Long Island. Yo. Yo, good, good evening, gentlemen. So what on? did I tell you? Falling yesterday, it's about now. Now. Not what it could have before. Maybe it's like, no, we're thinking now. And. And Jay, were you complaining about that stale chicken nugget you uh, last night? How about some Chicago fried chicken? <laughs> whole nice and juicy and tender. And I went my, out of my way be, in between the show right here to talk a snack on the Chicago. Let's Chicago go, podcast. Tokyo <laughs> Smacks. <laughs> Tokyo Smack, man. Uh, but I'm nuggets. serious. Yo, Bob, no, no. Obi did barbecue chicken Jack Levine in, in the fourth quarter. Obi did barbecue chicken Jack Levine when he put him in, in the blender and the post moves, man. So shout out to, to, to Obi Toffin. Yeah. Yeah, just this was for the base. This is for, for KOT, for everyone. Come on, guys. You know, who said Winnie does not make things better? It's people who got so 
sell themselves to playing NBA 2K, listening too much ESPN, all this stuff. It's like, come on, you know? And it's like, oh, we're not going to do well with robotics. So what? This validates us getting fewer balls exactly. in, in the lottery. And, it's, and the more we raise our stock, I mean, look, Teams are, are teams are who are win higher on the on the on the draft boards. If we're going to trade up, they're going to look to say, you know what? I want some of your young guys. Well, guess what? You know, they're we're not going to dump everything onto them. We're not going to dump. We are we're going to be very smart with this. All right. So we have our options. You know, we can't just limit ourselves to just this narrow way of thinking. Come on, you know, we're better than that. You know, we're winning right now. You know, and we continue to do so and. And we're making fools out of these top-seeded teams. It's, it's, it's one, man, it makes you think, like, how good are we really now that the young guys are getting more minutes? If It, it just makes you – it just makes you – it's funny because I saw some stat today that said if the Knicks were in the West Coast, we'd be ninth in the West Coast <laughs> right now, which is crazy yeah. that the, the East is even it better is cra- than it, it, <laughs> it is crazy. And, uh, you know – they're going to have to plan for this, you know, because right now the, our kids are getting more, more, more minutes. You know, we're not doing the same old stale plays. That we tried that. We tried that again one more time. You know, tips got thirsty for juice, and, but meanwhile everyone's on, on energy drinks, right? And look, look what we got, right? The same old thing. The same old thing. And right. I'm just – and I, I don't think it, that we're being iced out. We're just going what – works with the best what was going on to win the game you know and I've, i hate to say this because you know I, I don't hate to say this like but you know yo, julius whatever minutes you got you got to make the most of it if you're already getting one touch of the ball you better make that shot you have to I, because see, we're right now you got to yeah listen for me for me i, I it's not even about scoring for me for me with julius man to me, it's all about effort and attitude at this point. Yeah, like that because that's what, that's what's that's what's pissing me off. Like I saw somebody mm-hmm. say, "Well, Julius played defense because he had a block," and that was nice. It was cute they had a block. But what about the nine plays before that when he didn't rotate on defense? And that's the stuff that really pisses me off. Or like like when somebody said at the end of the game he throws the ball and doesn't celebrate with his teammates that they win, that they won. Like stuff like that is makes is what makes you be like, man. He's not being optimal with all the medicine he's given to him. It's just going down and down and down and down. And don't give me that, like, you know, oh, for the sake of this, oh, he's got the contract or whatever you do. It doesn't rationalize that. If you're all getting minutes and the few touches you're getting, you better perform, even at small margin. And I've said this before, you know, because – he was the number one. Now he's two. Now he's two point five. He's losing place in this team. So, and that's not gonna. And I'm not gonna even lie. I kind of want Julius to perform in the in the final games we have because we're going to try to move him. He's year two on the on, on this contract, which is going to be easier to move. But it'll be much better if we can actually sell. You know. You know. Just restore some value behind that. You know, yeah. or if he stuck with it, but he has to make serious adjustments. You know, I'm not going to call that. Oh, Julius is done or Tibbs is done until this entire season's over. When I think see things are way to scale, I'm more inclined to work with Tibbs because, again, we just moved some of the vets, or those contracts away, and he's starting to see 
I don't care what his body language is, whatnot. You got, you got inventory. You got these players you can yeah. trust. Yep. You can trust them, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And they, they put up with you all season long, man, okay? Got it. You're, you're able to trust them. And a quick thing about, with I, uh, about IQ, okay? I noticed with IQ getting a lot better when Deuce has been around. And I think it's because, like, you know, if, you know you're like a kid, you know, the kid that's really good with math and, you, and you're cool with each other. It's like, hey, can I copy your homework just a little? Say, like, sure, 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 you know? I'm pretty sure that helps, you know? You know, it helps. I know he's not I'm more, he's more of a natural, too, but it helps. It helps to do a little more, okay? I, I a little you. more counts goes along the way. I Just finding you. your full self, reaching your full potential, and, this is, and it's building towards what's yet to come, all right? Gotcha. And what's the- yet to come, you know, yeah, that's, and that's what I'm going to close it. What's yet to come, all these, like, top-seeded teams have to plan for that. Miami... You know, Spolster was caught off guard. I, I was watching. I was listening to those post game. It, it was a little hilarious. It was just like, right, right, Yep. Thanks for calling about that. Yeah, All right. yeah. gotta get to the next caller, man. Thanks for calling. All, All right, man. man. Appreciate Peace. you. Bro. All right. I mean, thank right, you, bye. thank you. And and I think what the last caller just mentioned. I just want I I just want to touch on it right quick because with Randall's attitude and effort, right? Everybody like. It should be known by now by Knicks players if they pay attention to the fans. If you want the fans to love you, all you have to – because people think New York is so hard to play for, and really it's, it's really simple with New York it's fans. Really simple. If you play with effort and you play with added, and you play with a good attitude and you play with intensity, New York fans are going to love you because that That's embodies it. the city. You play with effort. And you go in there and, give, and you go out there and give you a 100 every game. Knicks fans are gonna love you, even if you're a player that's scoring like two points a game, two and getting two rebounds a game. If you go out there with F straight effort, Knicks fans are gonna love you. That's why Knicks fans love the kids. That's why they the had. Kid, a, that's why there was a Frank Hive. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> that's, that's why there was a Frank Hive. Frank exactly. averaged like four points a game. That's what I'm saying. It was and it's always like, injured, and he and had a whole hive because exactly. he played defense. Exactly, like that's why the kids. That's why the fans love the kids so much. Because when the kids play, that's what they do. They go on the court. They play with with one hundred percent effort. They get at it. Like that other game against the Heat, when the Knicks came back on them, dudes that quickly it quickly made that big play. He was talking trash to the fans. Like that's what that's what Knicks fans love. Yo, like, listen, that's what Knicks fans love. Yo, there's a formula. Play with effort. You know, make a basket, and when you dunk, scream at the air. Oh, it's a wrap. Exactly. Exactly. Dude, block a shot. Ah, it's a man. What? Everybody's on your side. Block a shot. Scream. Don't scream. Scream after you make a play. Scream after you do anything good. Fans will be on your side. It's like that's all you gotta do. Like it's 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 it's, it's not rocket science for Nick fans. It's really not. You can have zero points. Get a dunk in the fourth quarter. Scream. Be all on your side. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. All right, yo, it's real simple. Next caller up, we got my man Mike from Michigan. What's good, Mike? Gentlemen, gentlemen, salute. What's going on? Man? Another next win. It's yeah, nice man. to be in the building, man. Thanks for taking the call. For sure, for sure. Okay, I'm going to jump right to it because I don't know how many of y'all got left. But, uh, yeah, salute to the last caller, man. He tried to listen. I'm listening to him get a speech like, uh, whatever minutes you get, you better make your shot. You better you better play hard. 
Sound like he giving uh the Tibbs speech that 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 Obi he, he giving Tibbs or the Tibbs <laughs> Obi speech rattle, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? On the clock, Obi. Like, it, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah. Look like, yeah. That's how Tibbs be playing with man Obi. Facts. But uh, yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, salute to him on that. Yeah, let 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 let's put that uh let's put those restrictions on Randall like that though. But I'm I'm gonna get back to my man. I ain't gonna really stay stay with my man because that's low hanging fruit now. And uh, yeah, yeah. neither here nor there. Now, what I've seen with IQ, as far as the IQ thing, with uh, IQ being our, our, our combo guard, our potential future point guard going forward, man, when he found Burks in the corner for that three, like clutch time tonight, I was like, my dude. I screamed. My dude, I appreciate it. Listen, I don't know about uh, – we, we got a lot of young talent, man. We talked about this before when I called in before. I think we just let it, we just let it mesh and cook, man. We just got to let it mesh and cook like as best we can. You know, as best we can for the most part. I'm I'm impressed with where IQ is the way he's developing. You know, with those minutes. Um, my main point though, before my before the caller kind of got me going <laughs> with the, with the tips thing, uh, the front office man. I want to talk about the front office because I know before the front office caught a little bit of heat. You know, when we was going through, you know, the, the the worst stretch of the season, and everybody was like, "Well, where's Leon? And where's the front office?" Man, I want to salute the front office. I want to salute the front office because when you see the young guys playing and you see how we've been winning with the young guys getting more minutes, yeah. the front office did their job, man. Yeah, man. My, my take on that is the front office did their job. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I don't know where you're, where you're at with that. I feel like no front office is perfect, right? They do some good, they'll do some bad. Where the front office did a masterful job at is they they really just did a good job drafting. Yeah, they did a really good job drafting, and and yeah. down from Ninja P when he got Mitch, uh, RJ, uh, down to the new regime who got IQ, uh, mm-hmm. Grimes, Deuce, trading Knox for Cam Reddish. Like we have a pool of young talent here that, like I said, I keep it's the best pool of young talent that we've had since the Nate Robinson, <laughs> Channing Fry, yeah, David Lee, David and those Lee era. So they've done really well Absolutely. there. The, now with the amount of young people we have, Tom, mm-hmm. Tom Thibodeau as a coach might have been a, a, a risk. They might have miscalculated there. He's a really good like. Mm-hmm. Tom Thibodeau is a really good base coach. He's like he's gonna do a good job teaching you fundamentals and giving them the base knowledge they'll know they'll need for the rest of their career. I'm not sure if he's gonna be the right coach, um, forever though to get us over the hump to a championship. But for now, he's good base for he's a good base coach. And you know what? Free agency is the other part where they 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 had some good and some bad with free agency. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 where you can to me you can criticize. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So as far as the free agency goes, free agency is a crapshoot, man. Yeah. And, and, and unless you just unless you're knocking out the park as far as getting the the best guy on the market, you know, the superstar or whatever, which you know, obviously we haven't got that, you know, pretty much ever. Right. You know what I mean, from yeah. as long as I've been alive as a Knicks fan. Uh, but but as far as the the credit goes, like I, man, even now with the young guys playing, I feel like, hey. When uh, I think Raw was talking about this on his on his channel, uh, how he noticed uh, West and, and Allen Houston, you know, down by the bench, 
or whatever. I feel like it's not it's not an accident that the young guys are getting more playing time. And I feel like it, ever, ever since we had uh, that point where uh, I think West went went to uh, West went to the owner and basically was like, "This is on tips." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. From that mm-hmm. point forward, you kind of saw you kind of saw a shift. Yeah, kind of saw a shift. Now injury injuries played a role in that too, but you still saw a shift. You know what I'm saying? And I think that shout out to Randall on the recent injury. Not that I, you know, I'm not. Let me be careful. How I say this. I I don't. Celebrate I know what you mean. Injury. I know what you mean. But shout out to Randall for, you know, sitting down for a minute. I don't know if that was a, you know, legit injury or if that was just, hey, man, why don't you just sit down and get your mind right for a minute? You know what I mean? Considering right. what happened, what's been happening recently with him. So I, I want to credit the front office for that. You know, forget, I'm, I'm just going to give, I'm giving all the front office to the front yeah, office. Yeah, this, 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 <laughs> front office yeah. made some good moves. Like so. Burks, I still like, I still like Burks. Like Burks is a good player. I know he gets a lot of heat on Knicks Nation, but I think that's just because of what Tibbs is, how Tibbs is using him. You know what I mean? But Burks has been a good player. And look, he's, he's Burks has scored what twenty points a day. He's, he hit game winning shot today and yesterday. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, for sure. Evan Fournier. But see, Burks is playing. He's playing. Sorry, go ahead. Evan Fournier, a little overpaid, but you know, some people, some he can say he's a little overpaid, or he can say he's paying through his contract. That's, that's debatable. And if that's debatable, I mean, decent job getting. Evan Fournier here. Kemba Walker, maybe not the best. No, we swung and we missed. We swung and we missed on Kemba yeah. Walker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we swung and we missed on Kemba Walker. We swung and we missed on New Orleans Noel. Yeah. Uh, the, the guess, I guess the the mistakes that we made, I guess, aren't gut-wrenching mistakes. They're like, damn, they might set us back for maybe a year. Well, I'll say this. I don't think New Orleans Noel was a swing and a miss. Because he did have one good season for us. It's just the fact that this last season he's just been injured and he hasn't really played all season, so it looks like a miss. But I wouldn't really say that's a miss per se. It's because he's been injured all season. Yeah, you know what it is with Noel? He's, he's been injury prone his entire career. So, I mean, I get – you know, it's one of those things where I get why they did it because they want to reward him for his good play and, you know, reward the team for playing well. But it's, but it's one of those things like, man, that one year he was healthy, we gave him the money. And then he was back to being <laughs> his regular injured self again. It's like, oh, of course it happened. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would say out of all those signings that you mentioned, I, I would say probably uh, Noel is probably the 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 only relative miss. I would say, and that's just that's just because of the injury, right? You know, the the his lack of his lack of being able to stay healthy this year. You know, other than that. I wouldn't even call that a bad signing based on, like you said, what he gave us last year. And, and we, you know, we kind of transitioning from that whole LOL Knicks perception that we couldn't do nothing right. Look what they're doing this offseason. Ha, ha, ha. You know what I'm saying? So where we reward, once we start rewarding guys that helped us on that playoff run, I think they was like, from a perception standpoint, we was making the right moves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And from a cohesion standpoint, you know, you know, trying to build cohesion and, and, and kind of build, you know, the, the roster, you know, familiarity going forward. That's something we didn't have under, uh, you know, Fizdale and, and, you know, the years from, from the time Woody left uh, through, you know, Fizdale, the roster just kept kind of yeah, flipping, switching. And, flipping yeah. and flipping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, good and, points. And, and, and so, yeah, so I, I respect them for that. You know, they, they, they kind of did. They, they, it was the best, the best that they had to work with as far as the, the options. You know, last off season, I think they did the best of it. They, they made the best of the, the off season. 
considering what was available and what we had going on last year as far as, you know, Tibbs had a, you know, he, he kind of, you know, uh, had a, a year that we didn't expect as far as the wins to get us to the playoffs. And, and that, that brings me to the Tibbs point that I want to touch on. I feel like, like they gave him, like right now on this roster, if you look at it the way it's constructed, the man has everything he needs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he has everything he needs to, to effectively play, you know, a, a defensive first brand of ball, if that's what he's still into. I mean, it's questionable if that's what he's still into sometimes with, with the Randall thing. But, uh, you know, and, and I think, and that's, and as far as the young players, that I want to get to Obi too before I, you know, get off and I'm trying to hurry this up a little bit more. But, like, yeah, my man Obi, my man Obi is looking, looking nice now, right? And, and, I, and I think that comes from not only just the, well, the playing time, yeah, these all go together. Like you said, the playing time, playing time, it, it builds your confidence. You know what I'm saying? Once you get that consistency as far as your playing time and, like, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going to get this time based on, you know, whatever, whatever. Right. I feel free to take more shots. I can take this three-pointer. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, I can take this three-pointer that I might have passed off just in case because, you know, I don't have to worry about missing and getting yanked right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I got consistency as far as that. And I want to touch on Tibbs on that. Because and this goes back to the Kimball situation. Right, last point, Remember, dude, him and Kimball had next person after this too. I'm sorry, we got mad calls today. Yeah, I, I, absolutely, absolutely, no problem. All right, so last thing as far as uh, playing time, confidence, consistency, all going together. When when Tibbs and Kimball had a beef, I think Kimball had uh, said at one point the man didn't even talk to him. You know what I'm saying? His yeah. biggest thing was like I don't, I don't know what he expects. The man didn't talk to him, and I feel like that's how Tibbs plays the players that he's not in favor with. Like I don't think he was really giving Obi. You know what I'm saying? That dialogue as far as what Obi needed to do to get that consistency at playing time. So this offseason, I think they need to address that with Tibbs, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, and, 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 you know, let them know what it's going to be going forward. Appreciate y'all taking the call, man. Salute. And uh, I'm going to listen from here, man. All right. All right. Shout out to right, my man, guy, thank Mike. You. Yeah, yo. Some, some good points. A lot of good points. Decent conversation there in the front office. Stay where the Knicks are and our young guys. All, all good points. It was interesting to me, too, thinking about the point guard position, Ryan. We have quickly here. Yeah. Who is, um, he's peaking some, he's flashing some nice point guard play, making big plays at the end of end games. If RJ here, who's also getting, starting to find a rhythm, making plays at the end of the games. Um, and we have McBride here, who, who's getting some spot minutes in some places, but he hasn't really gotten a chance to play point guard. Right. Yeah. I did like the the McBride. McBride. McBride actually made a move today that was similar to what he did in summer league, and I was like, oh, I mean, in summer league, and G, in the G League, which he's got to his spots. He, he ran the pick and roll. He didn't look to pass and got to his his foul line spot and pulled up for a jumper. So I, I was happy about mm-hmm. that. But yeah. My thing is, we forget that Derrick Rose yeah. is, is still on the team. It's funny because you read my mind because I was just about to bring it up too about the point guard situation and Derrick Rose still being here. Yeah. We forget that Derrick Rose is still on the team. So I know we're talking about trading for, you know, uh, Malcolm. But trading for Malcolm puts us back in a position where McBride's not getting any minutes. Yeah. Grimes' minutes are a little bit shaky because we got to remember that even Grimes, even the fact that Grimes is getting minutes is because Derrick Rose is injured. Grimes wasn't getting minutes until Derrick Rose went down. Well, I think people forgot that. Yeah. So, going into next season, I'm hoping 
the front office seeing what these young guys are doing right now is giving him a little bit of clarity and giving him a little bit more confidence to start to move some of these veterans. Yeah. And the other part is like, man, like for us to really work, man, we have to have. I don't. I mean, Alan, Alan Burks needs to be a wing again, man. He needs to be a wing again. <laughs> he needs to be a wing again. If we're gonna have a prayer at getting McBride and Andy Rose or and IQ point guard minutes, like we're gonna have to move Alan Burks to back back to a wing. <laughs> no, the the thing is. I think Alex Burke. I think Alex Burks would always like. I think if Derrickos was healthy, I don't think Burks would have played any point guard. I think Burks would have always been a wing. I think it's the fact that Derrickos got hurt and Thibs never really fully trusted in IQ or McBride to really run the point. I think that's why he made Burks the point guard. But I think if Rose was healthy, I think Burks would have just stayed as the wing. I think you're right too. Nick Yak says point guards make plays for others quickly. Can't do to the except for the lobs. Did you see like the three or four? Passes he made to the corner to Obi Toppin that weren't lobs, and did you see the one the game winning three made by IQ off his penetration to Alec Burks? I, I guess y'all you you missed all you missed that was he obviously made plays for other people. I, like I, I, it's like I don't get he makes I, oh, oh IQ not making plays for people that that point is dead. That point is dead. I'm sorry. That point is dead. He started doing every game now. You can say he shoots too much. I can get, hey, he, he shoots too much. He shoots the three too much sometimes when he looks to look the pass. But he can't make plays. He can, he can I mean, definitely I, make plays. I mean, look I, look, I understand. You know, IQ's not a two-point guard. I get it. But just to, like, make up stuff just to prove the point that he's not a two-point guard is BS to me. Because if you watch the man play, he does make point guard-type plays, whether he's a two-point guard or not. So it's like to say that. Oh, to, to, so to say that he only makes plays when he's throwing up a lob. That just tells me you don't watch the game, honestly. Yeah, yeah. How about Deuce pass the mitt, bounce pass the mitt? Yeah, okay. The, the bounce pass. Yeah, I mean the, the yeah, the bounce pass the mitt. Listen, and Deuce made some nice plays too. Both of them can make nice plays. That's all I have to say. Next caller up. Who do we have next? I, don't, I forgot who we have next, but next quarter up, let us know what your name is, where you're from, and what do you want to talk about. Oh, okay. Call, are you there? Or Oh, no more not? callers. Oh, Mike was oh. our last caller. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, I thought we had another caller. Maybe he dropped us. That's fine. We had a lot of calls. I think this is like the most calls we've had after a, a game. So shout out to yeah. all the all the people calling who getting comfortable um, talking to us on the KOT show. Great win, great win as usual. Yo, when's the next game, Ryan? I believe it's Wednesday. Next game up is is it Wednesday? I think it's Thursday. Wait, wait. Let me make sure. I think it's Thursday. I think it's Thursday. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it is Thursday because I think the Knicks get a couple games off due to. No, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday? Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah, Hornets and Knicks. Yeah, Wednesday. Okay, after, Hornets and Knicks. Yeah, yeah. After the, game, after the game Wednesday, then it's Saturday, Sunday. I knew they had like a two-game uh, uh, two stretch where they didn't play. Yeah, after you, Wednesday. You, yeah. So Wednesday in Charlotte, that's another big That's another big one. That's a guy who's a team that's directly in front of us, and they just beat up on the Nets, and they're probably going to be pissed that we just beat them. So I expect their best punch Wednesday for sure. I expect their best punch of it. So – 
Next game, yo, we, we're going to be here after every game. Next game, we'll be here on Wednesday talking Knicks versus Charlotte. So definitely join us here to talk Knicks versus Charlotte. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to AZ Cards, Picks for Timmy, Be Civilized. <laughs> That's a Suns fan. He need to get out of here. Huh? <laughs> That's a oh, Suns fan. fan. He, need get, he need to get out of here, yo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Well, oh, right, well, man. I mean, there's no... There's no uh, I, I can't argue that. Sun channel, so it, it is what it is. <laughs> I welcome my guests. Uh, <laughs> but next game up. Next game up is on Charlotte. And we'll be going to see you then. All right. So, yo, thank you guys for calling in. Please remember to like, subscribe to the channel if you like it. And um, leave a comment as well. I read every single comment that you guys write. So, if you write in a comment on YouTube, I'm reading it. I'm commenting too. All right. So, Hit us in the comments. I definitely want to see what you guys have to say. All right? All right, cool. Ryan G, let them know where they can find you, sir. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can also find me on Sir G's Corner where I talk sports and Knicks. I'm on, on a bit of a hiatus right now because I'm busy, but I'm going to get back to it real soon. It's going to be within the next couple of weeks. Okay. And you can also find me on Twitter at RyanGKOT. All right, all right. I heard Ryan G's about to hit the pen again. I don't know if that was a rumor or not. <laughs> I heard you about to hit the pen, the pen again, and, and contribute to the Nick of Time blog. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's coming too. That's coming too. All right, all right. Shout out to my guy Ryan G. All right. I already know you can find us. First, you get the snapback. Shout out to my guy uh, <laughs> Nuggy Fresh in the building, who had a uh, he was he went to the basketball game, so he got to see. The Knicks put a whooping on Chicago live, rocking the blue and orange KOT snapback. So shout out to my guy. You can get it at the nickatimeshow.com. You can listen to us on all uh, podcasts, form, that's SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. So you definitely do that as well. And follow us on all social media, guys. You can follow us on the Nick of Time Show on Twitter, the Nick of Time Show on Instagram, and the Nick of Time Show on Facebook. Uh, interact with us there. All right? All right, guys. Great show, Ryan. Thank you for calling. Y'all, I, I came with the, the facts today. So, you know, thanks for calling in, man. And guess what, guys? You already know what it is. As always. Shut out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these New York Knicks YouTube streets. All right? That is our show. We out of here. Peace. New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York.